Excel and in this podcast I'm going to show you how the book I chose includes narrative transportation. When you become so involved in a story that you lose track of time and forget who you are, you are experiencing narrative transportation. This narrative transportation has three elements. One consists of empathy with the characters, identification with the characters, and vivid imagery. The book I chose to read is called The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind by William Kamkwamba. William was born in Malawi, a country where magic rolled in modern science was a mystery. Malawi was a land with drought and hunger and a place where hope and opportunities were hard to find. William had read about windmills in a book called Using Energy and he dreamed of building one that would bring electricity and water to his village and the change his life and the lives of those around him. They marked him like crazy, but William was determined to show them what a little grit and ingenuity could do. The genres of The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind are autobiography and cultural. I usually always strike for these genres because I like to learn about people's struggles or achievements and somehow make them relate to mine and maybe get some type of inspiration from it. The first element I will be starting with will be empathy with the characters. Empathy with the characters is when you get so deep into a character that you almost put yourself in their place due to what you've read about them. The character I got so deep into was the protagonist, which is William. And a quote that made me feel this type of empathy towards William was, Think of your dreams and ideas as tiny miracle machines inside you that no one can touch. The more faith you put into them, the bigger they get until one day they will rise up and take you with them. And this was on page 235. I love this quote from William because he was a person who was very mocked and he was technically told he wasn't good enough because the people in his town believed in the magic. They didn't believe in the science and William was the opposite. He is why he stood out to me because as a small village, I would assume that all the people living inside of that village have all the similar beliefs, but he didn't. And while all these people were mocking him about the ridiculous idea of building a windmill out of strips of pipe, rusty car and bicycle parts, and blue gum trees, he didn't let that affect him and still was determined to build it. For him to have that strength to prove everyone wrong is very fascinating and prominent to see. Next is the identity with characters. I feel like I've always been the type of person that if I want something, I will do anything and I will try my best to achieve it. Which led me to this quote that reminded me basically of myself. If you want to make it, all you have to do is try. 
And this quote was on page 226. William actually received this quote himself and he stated that this quote would forever stay with him. And I agree. I think it's a quote that you can never forget and a quote that you always want to have in mind because a lot of people will try to bring you down and you honestly let those negative comments get to you and use the motivation and determination you have and you back away from a certain thing that you want to do because you are either told that you can't do it or that you are never going that you're not good enough to do it but that's totally wrong because you are never gonna know until you try and at least try to prove them wrong or just find out if you can achieve it lastly we have vivid imagery vivid imagery to me is such a good way to make the reader feel and imagine how the situation of a book is like. It makes you feel as if you were present in the book situation or in the person situation. A quote that made me feel this way was, so many things around you are reusable. Where others see garbage, I see opportunity on page 201. The quote I just shared from the book, I felt like it was vivid imagery just by the simple fact that William was able to reuse recycled parts of a bicycle and a rusty car and pipes to build an amazing windmill that gave prosperity and electricity to that village that had nothing and was at its worst time. My favorite thing about this book was how William was so determined about a dream that everyone else was doubting and he proved everyone wrong. I wanted to share one of my absolutely top favorite quotes from The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, uh, which is... I remembered a parable that Jesus told the disciples, the one about the sower of seeds. The seeds planted along the road get stepped on and damaged. Those planted in rocky soil can't take a root, and the ones planted in the thorns get tangled in the barbs. But the seeds planted on fertile soil live and prosper. This out of so many quotes caught the most attention to me because... First off, let's admire that it's such a great quote and it reminds me that in order to live and experience and get lessons to prosper, you have to go through a lot of stages where you are going to get damaged, you are going to get tangled, you are going to be doubted, etc. But you will survive and you will keep moving forward. We've finally got into the end of this podcast. I hope that you got a little perspective on William's life and his struggles and achievements that led 
to prosperity for him and his village. I hope that you guys got something from this. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thank you.